welcome to Sunday, my favorite day of the week because I get to gather live on Zoom with you. My name is Cassandra Ray, and I just want to thank you for being here with us today. And for all of you who are tuning in after today, what a gift technology is. I'm the spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in White Rock, and we are a learning center of practical spirituality, teaching a progressive, inclusive, and empowered spiritual philosophy and faith. We practice and teach tools for transformation, authentic self-expression, and conscious living. So wherever you are on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling, there is a place for you here. And as we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwikwetlem, Tsleil-Waututh, and Stalo nations. And so now let us ground our time together in truth and spirit. I invite you to turn within. Mm. Taking a breath. And becoming fully present in this moment right here and right now. Where I turn my attention toward that eternal truth of the one mind, the one power, the one life that is living in through and as all life everywhere. I know that it is such deep and profound love and wisdom and that it unfolds with ease and grace, that it is giving all of itself in each and every moment so that whatever is needed is right here. And so in this moment, I recognize my oneness with the source, recognizing that it is who and what I am. It's from this place of unity that I claim, affirm, and know that each one here is a divine and sacred expression of the one. And so, of course, then this time together is a gift, a blessing. And so I affirm that it is an experience of truth that opens the mind and heart in the exact right and perfect ways that leads toward the expression of the highest vision and the deepest purpose for each one here. Oh, and I am so grateful to remember the truth of our wholeness, the truth of our oneness, that we are still connected across time and space, no matter the physical distance, no matter the mask, no matter whatever it is that we're going through, each one of us is connected with this one spirit. So I just live into that truth with gratitude and thankfulness, with appreciation and faith. May this time be a healing balm for each one of us. I simply let my words go into that perfect law that says yes, that unfolds with grace. I let it be, and so it is. Mm. 
Well, I am so excited to welcome Jamie Lula to the platform today. He is a recording artist, teacher, and youth leader. And it is the rare artist that is larger than the canvas they occupy. And their mission is bigger than the stage they stand upon and their commitment and contribution extend beyond themselves to encompass all who come into contact with them. And Jamie Lula is such an artist. He says, music is the heart of the spirit walk, the key to creative change in the world. And he is absolutely a force for good in this lifetime. We are so blessed to welcome him to CSL White Rock for the very first time. Please join me in welcoming Jamie Lula. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm so grateful to be here with you. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the love that we seek. We are the seeds we are sowing. We are the harvest we reap. Oh, we are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the love that we seek. We are the seeds we are sowing. We are the harvest we reap. Oh, I am that I am. That I am We are the ones we've been waiting for We are the love that we seek We are the seeds we are sowing We are the harvest we reap Sing this with me I am I am Then I am Time. Come on, y'all. I am that I am. Oh, I am that I am. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the love that we seek. We are the seeds we are sowing. We are the harvest we reap. Come on, sing that with me. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the love that we seek. We are the seeds we are sowing. We are the harvest we reap. We are the harvest. We are the harvest we reap. We are the harvest we Thank you so much, Jamie. Oh, so fun to sing with you. And boy, oh boy, is this the place to be on Sunday mornings. You know, we teach spiritual principles and practices that support, empower, and celebrate who you are so that you can live your best life.
And today I've invited one of our newest community leaders, Angela Clark, to share with you how being a part of CSL White Rock and practicing universal spiritual principles has impacted her personal life. So please join me in welcoming Angela. And sweetheart, you gotta just unmute yourself. I am unmuted. Thank you so much, Cassandra. Jamie, that was beautiful. Um, it's such an honor to be here. And sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> um, but on March 15th, 2020, I had no idea that I was about to embark on a journey that was going to change everything, that I was to become a student and that I was about to meet my teacher, instantly drawn to the light and love that emanated from those in attendance and especially Reverend Cassandra at CSL White Rock, I knew I was onto something and then the world shut down. Now what was I gonna do? I'm sure it took a few weeks to find our footing again. March is such a blur, but Sundays were again, something to look forward to. Reverend Cassandra's messages were such a bomb, offering strength and hope in the face of the worldwide pandemic. With no commute, I had time to take Reverend Cassandra's Creating Through Change twice and was dumbfounded at the level my thinking expanded as well as my heart, which was softening too. Then came the video series that we were working on with Venetia and Cassandra and Nancy, and the ease in which that came together further affirmed that I was in the right place at the right time. And I find such wisdom and guidance at Sunday services, I, it really does give me the tools to succeed throughout the week in all aspects of my life. And um, thanks to Venetia, I even joined the board. Since becoming a member of CSL White Rock, I have felt a profound shift in my life. I love the idea of practical spirituality. I love the feeling, I love feeling worthy and I'm grateful for all the abundance that I now can see in my life. Where I was frazzled, jangly, I now feel calm. I meditate, I pray, I journal. Well, I have a journal. Where once I felt unworthy, I feel truly accepted. I'm kinder and gentler to myself and my heart has been opened wide to experience the joy of divine spirit. I'm letting go of what doesn't work in my life and I'm embracing what does. I'm finding true purpose in life and I'm really grateful. Being part of the board, being able to give back to CSL White Rock is also a wonderful opportunity. I've learned to appreciate the time this pandemic has given me to explore in more depth the brilliant offerings CSL has for all of us. I, the student, am still learning, but I found the perfect teacher. Uh, I've gone towards the love and it's amazing. So thank you all so very much. Oh, wow, Angela. Oh, you opened my heart so wide. I'm giving you a big hug. Thank you so much for sharing your personal experience. And this is what we're up to. This is it. And today I invite you to support this sacred work by becoming an intentional giver here at CSL White Rock. Intentional giving is when you joyfully, consciously, and consistently give a percentage of your wealth each month where your soul is fed. When you become an intentional giver, you're tending to your spiritual health and well-being as well as your financial health and well-being. You see, when you give with joy and consistency, you're activating the law of circulation, which says that what you send forth must be returned multiplied abundantly. 
So essentially your intentional giving activates prosperity in your life. And so today I ask you, what can you joyfully give to CSL White Rock each month, knowing that it supports this sacred work of this community and is an expression of your intentional giving. So to sign up, you simply visit uh, our donate page on our website and select monthly as your donation frequency. And there you will also find step-by-step -step instructions that walk you through the sign-up process from start to finish. Thank you for being an essential part of our community and for supporting the expansion of a practical and empowered spiritual faith and philosophy that awakens the divine in each one of us. And so Something's calling me Something's calling me Something's calling me A little bit deeper than I've ever been before Feels like I'm walking on marbles can't stir the earth beneath my feet Is my head in the clouds My naked legs left dangling I can feel my heart begin to pound Something's calling me A little bit deeper than I've ever been Something's calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. A long dark night, my soul it wanders. Can't see the light that moves me. If God is everything and everywhere that I belong, Spirit gently wakes me from my sleep. Something's calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. Something's calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. Oh Lord, oh Lord, pull me deeper than I've ever been before. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Than I've ever been before. Oh Lord, 
calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. Peace is calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. Faith is calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. Patience is calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. Forgiveness is calling me Understanding is calling me, America's calling me, just as Canada's calling me, love is calling me a little bit deeper than I've ever been before. God is calling me. And I'm grateful like I've never been before. Thank you for calling me. Thank you for calling me. Feel it? Yeah, me too. Wow. Well, you know, Jamie, you've taken my breath away and um, <laughs> I have to speak. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. Thank you for taking us, taking us there deeper into the calling, into the heart. Oh, how good it is to feel that, that depth and that heart and to feel it together. Even if you're alone at home right now, you're not alone. You're here with us together. And did you know that we're actually closest to the sun? during winter crazy right 
we get a little science lesson this week because I found out that the earth is closest to the sun, what's called perihelion, about two weeks after the winter solstice. And so this season, earth reaches perihelion, its closest point to the sun in its annual orbit on January 2nd, 2021. And so for those who are curious, like me, the earth is actually farthest from the sun or what's called aphelion about two weeks after summer solstice. And I was really surprised to learn that it's actually not the physical distance from the sun that causes the seasons, but it's the tilt of the earth. So in the Northern hemisphere, the earth is tilted away from the sun which causes winter to start in December and end in March. But it's also the time when we're closest to the sun. It's quite the paradox. And I just love how the great creator of everyone and everything leaves us these life lessons in nature herself. And if you want to enjoy this thing called human life, then it requires you to take this journey around the sun each year. And in this journey, there is light and there is darkness. There is winter and summer, fall and spring. And you, you cannot just like opt out of, of the seasons. You know, you can't just say, oh, no thanks. <laughs> just like you can't opt out of the full spectrum of the human experience. It's quite the paradox that in this human life, we have happiness and sadness, joy and grief, love and fear, clarity and doubt. And isn't it fascinating how each one is woven together and intricately connected and the deeper the love, the deeper the grief. Hmm. And yet how often do we push away anything that isn't deemed positive? And the crazy thing is that us spiritual folks, we are more likely to deny our pain or grievances or fears. Just about anything we determine isn't spiritual. <laughs> For those who are listening to this, I'm using air quotes, right? Spiritual. Anything we decide isn't spiritual, then we don't want to feel or experience. But guess what? Denying the dark emotions doesn't make them go away. In fact, denying them keeps them stuck in your heart, your mind, and your body, which gives them more power instead of less the exact opposite of what we would want. So the refusal to address and process dark emotions is like saying, I will only live on earth when we're tilted toward the sun and not away from it. Um, yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> but what if we welcomed this human adventure and all that it entails just like we don't try to deny the Earth's annual orbit around the sun, we don't judge the Earth for making this orbit. We don't judge the Earth for its tilt. 
right? That it, it almost, you know, seems ridiculous to judge the earth for something that's so natural. So what if we accepted that life includes darkness and light, strengths and weaknesses, pain and love, wins and losses? Easier said than done, right? I'll tell you that US Thanksgiving was a couple of weeks ago. And normally I would have traveled to the US to be with family. And this year we gathered on Zoom for like an hour. And I was so excited to be together, even just virtually. You see, I've been doing my inner work and I wanted to see what it would be like to be together with my extended family because there are a number of challenging relationships in my extended family. I mean, anybody else? <laughs> anybody else have some challenging relationships in your extended family? <laughs> oh, thank goodness I'm not alone. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been actively working to improve my mindset and my emotions. And so I was really excited about this experience. Like, let's see where I'm at, right? And guess what? Within minutes, I was super triggered. And what did I do? I didn't really know it at the time, but in retrospect, I could see that what I did was I put up all of my old defenses. I just armored up. Oh, and needless to say, I did not show up how I would have liked to have shown up. And afterward, I was really disappointed in myself. It was like all the work I had done was non-existent. You know, it was so frustrating. And what if I lived into the paradox? Living into the paradox means recognizing that while I do my best, I don't always show up how I wish I would or could. It means knowing that I love my extended family and I struggle in some of these relationships sometimes. There is both a giving up and a renewed commitment. I'm willing to give up my disappointment in myself. I'm willing to give up beating myself up over it. And I'm willing to keep showing up even when I don't do it perfectly. This is hard because I want to show up perfectly, you know? But a colleague of mine, Reverend Abigail Shire, she's at Seattle CSL. She reminded me that the people we love the most can be the most challenging. Yet another one of life's paradoxes. <laughs> and so I'm willing to keep loving myself through it, even when I disappoint myself. Or how about? especially when I disappoint myself. You know, a number of years ago, 
I took on a job as a case manager at a residential facility for teen boys. Yeah, it was one of the hardest jobs I have ever done. I was so overwhelmed and inexperienced. The agency didn't have enough staff to support me and I was just doing the best I could in a very tough situation. And I remember being terrified driving to work in the morning. Have you ever have you ever felt that before? When you're like going to work, you know, you're facing your day and you're just terrified and so stressed and tense and anxious about it. Yeah, that was me driving to work. Um, and so what I did was to help relieve this stress and fear, I wrote down affirmations on these little cards. Oh, look, kind of like this. I have like just little cards. I wrote down affirmations on them and I kept them in my car. You know how in your car door, you, you tend to have a little pocket, whether whether it's for like, I don't know, trash or even the door handle. I, I would put these cards in this little pocket in my door and I would keep them in my car. And I would, whenever I was like stopped at a red light or something, I, I would pick up the, the, the card, I would read it. And then I would just say them over and over out loud and in my mind until I memorized them. And, and then I began to recite them over and over and over again. And there's some of these affirmations that I used are still some of my favorite affirmations today. And they're from that this little book by Ernest Holmes called This Thing Called You. Um, have you read that book? This, this Thing Called You by Ernest Holmes. And so I'm just gonna read to you these affirmations that I used to tell myself when I was terrified about going to work. I used to say, this is what it says. I am always equal to any task set before me. I am confident of my ability to meet every situation. I can solve every problem, overcome every difficulty, realizing that spirit knows no obstruction. I have implicit confidence in its ability to operate through me always and under every situation. So for those of you who are with me live on Zoom, I've just pasted it in the chat. And for those of you listening, you'll have to pause, write it down <laughs> and then replay so that you can capture these really powerful affirmations because man, I clung to these words. They gave me hope. And I was reminded that the power to navigate any and all difficulties, that it lives inside of us. The strength to move through the winter and to move through the darkness of life, that strength lives inside of you. Dr. Holmes wrote, there is a power which flows out through your words of faith there is a law of faith which has the power to bring into your life everything you need. The greatest adventure of life lies in your conscious use of this power. It is where you are, it is yours, but it must be used. This power that is available within you, it must be used. So I want to ask you today, 
what would you like to heal or create in your own life? What would you like to heal or create in your own life? And what do you need in order to move forward? I want you to go ahead and think about it right now. What would you like to heal or create? And what do you need? When I think of the challenges I face in the relationships with my extended family, I see that I can't face it alone. I need a power greater than myself to walk me through it. I need courage to remove the armor. I need strength to lay down my weapons. And I need love to heal the pain. Courage, strength, and love. You know, it's not me that's going to fix this relationship, these relationships. And and yet I know that there is a power greater than me living in me that knows how to heal and move through life's challenges. I know that there's a part of me that's already healed that in fact has never been broken. And I know that there is no limit to the good that can unfold in these relationships. Again, the paradox. It's not my human strength that is gonna get me through these challenges. It is a power greater than me that is going to get me through. And yet this power greater than me, it unfolds as me. So there's both a surrender, letting it be what it is, and there's the greatest adventure of your life that lies in your conscious use of your divine power. No matter what you're going through right now, no matter how dark it might be, that power, the strength of that power has not decreased the strength of that power remains steadfast. Parker Palmer writes in his book, On the Brink of Everything, for me, reframing life in terms of paradox became a lifesaver. It helped me understand that my own devastating experiences of deep darkness did not negate the light That's also part of who I am. To be whole, I must be able to say that I am both shadow and light. To be whole, I must be able to say that I am both shadow and light. So just like the earth is both in the shadow and light simultaneously, so too are we humans. Our wholeness doesn't mean we always show up as we want to or that things unfold the way we wish they would. Our wholeness means that no matter what happens, the power to heal and create lives within us. 
And no matter the uncertainty we face, our wholeness remains. So this week, pick an affirmation or mantra to keep your heart open and the divine power flowing. We might be in the darkness right now in many ways, but we are also closest to the sun. The truth of who you are is always at hand. Remember that there is a power that flows out through your words of faith. Speak them aloud. Remember them. Say them to each other. Keep them close and maybe put them on a card and leave them in your car for yourself. Keep them close close to your heart. And before you know it, the light returns. The earth shifts. We move out of the shadow and into the light. And you know, some of the most life-changing transformation I have experienced has come from the darkest days of my journey. Yet another paradox. As you travel your path around the sun, I want you to remember you are deeply loved. You are held in grace and the power to heal and create lives inside of you. And so it is.